Due to the mature content of this program, listener's discretion is advised. Thanks for tuning back into The Depth of Darkness, the podcast that dives deep into all things dark and wrong in this world. We're your hosts. I'm Mandy. And I'm retired Major Huge Ass. In your face. Welcome back. So for today, we're going to be discussing some of the most horrific, worst torture, and it ultimately led to execution. And these are different torture and execution methods from ancient times. We got this list of torture methods from The Archive. It's a website called The Archive, and you can visit it at explorethearchive.com. Getting a confession is never easy, and putting someone to death leaves room for lots of creativity. The following grisly torture methods and executions of the ancient world were designed to humiliate and dehumanize victims in their final moments. Number one, the rack. Origin, antiquity. The victim's ankles would be strapped to one end of this device and his wrist to another. A mechanism was then cranked during the interrogation process, stretching the victim's limbs. Bones and ligaments made startling sounds as the victim's joints were dislocated until he either confessed or was torn apart. <laughs> I guess that's what it would have sounded like. Something. Uh, <laughs> ouch. Yeah, that's all he says, just ouch, and then he's dead. Yeah, like a pooping sound at the end or something. (laughs) Ew. Okay, so number two, this one's disgusting. Like, this one really creeps me out. It's called Judas Cradle, and it originated in ancient Rome. And as this list goes on, you'll find out that the Romans were sick bastards. They were. They had some of the grossest, cruelest torture methods and execution styles known to man. So, Judas Cradle. It was widely used during the Middle Ages in order to obtain confessions, and oftentimes if the person wouldn't confess, then it would lead to death. Sometimes it would lead to death anyways, and you'll see why. Judas Cradle was feared throughout Europe, obviously, and it was where a victim was strapped into restraints and lowered onto a chair with a pyramid-shaped seat. So basically it was a pyramid Uh that would either go up their ass or go up their vagina if it was a female, um, many times it was people, um, if they did something wrong or if they were being accused of homosexuality or infidelity, like adultery, uh, this was a form of torture, basically, for those people. With each insertion, so basically they would put pressure on this person to lower them onto this pyramid, so the point would go deeper and deeper into their body. And with each insertion, the point of the chair, quote-unquote, it slowly tore at their anus or vagina, and it would also um, eventually induce septic shock or death through impalement it would just keep going and pictures online show that it, they're like rusted and bloody looking so it's obviously they never cleaned it in the middle ages they weren't as hygienic so yeah That's gross nice. yeah just uh imagine virgins that no more yeah yeah Ugh, god yeah. no so that was judas cradle disgusting okay here we go <laughs> number three the brazen bull origin ancient greece 
The closest thing to hell on earth may very well be the brazen bull. Cast in bronze to look exactly like a bull, the structure was complete with a door on the bull's abdomen through which a victim was forced. Once inside, the door was locked and the statue was heated like a hot pot on the stove until the person cooked to death. Okay, that's got to hurt. That's got to feel Yeah, literally, they're cooking the person alive, putting them in a big furnace. Disgusting. Probably smelled great. You know, just imagine that. (laughs) Cooking up some nice barbecue. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's get that today. All right. There you uh, go. My phone here is acting weird. One, one second here. All right, number four. If it'll stop spasming on me. Okay, number four. A heretic's fork, and this originated in the medieval Spain. Spanish. Another disturbing but torture methods here. So Inquisition time. Yeah, yeah. Don't follow what they believe. They're gonna torture you and kill you. So uh, right. basically, the heretic's fork was used for confessions during the Spanish Inquisition. Um, and the heretic's fork was even engraved with the Latin word abiuro. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Abiuro. And it basically translates to I recant. And basically what the heretic's fork was, it was a bipronged, or I'm sorry, it was bipronged on both ends. It looked pretty much like a simple medical device almost. And it was wedged between the breastbone and the person's throat. So it was like a giant rod basically lodged between that. They couldn't talk. They couldn't go to sleep. So it basically kept them awake 24-7. Just like that. But they wouldn't even be able to do that because they can't, you know, move their jaw. Right. <laughs> they it's wish a, they could do that. Yeah. And basically what would happen is delirium, this is what they were trying to invoke, um, delirium would usually lead to a confession. Hopefully, but and sometimes it would lead to death. So, heretic fork. There you go. Yeah, those crazy Catholics <laughs> coming at you. Ugh, okay. Yeah. We got number five. It's called the choke pair. Ugh, this one's bad. They are. Yeah. yeah. Origin unknown. First mentioned in France. Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> this device yep. was reserved for women, homosexuals, and liars. Shaped like a ripe fruit, the choke pair was of intimate design. Whatever that means. Literally. Once inserted into the vagina, anus, or mouth, the device, which had four sharp metal leaves, was cranked open. Ugh. The, the leaves expanded wider and wider, mutilating the victim. That sounds like something out of the movie Seven, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. If yeah. you haven't seen the movie Some, Seven. Similar. Yeah, yeah. There's Bloody. a scene where uh, he forces this. What was he? Was he like a druggie? And they, they forced him to wear this thing and basically yeah, and rape Yeah, sex a, with some, like, prostitute, prostitute or something. And, and basically yeah. it had spikes on it, so it ripped her apart. And basically the pictures yeah. of this choke pair looks almost like a tool they would use during a uh, pap smear. Women know what I'm talking about. Basically yeah. cranks you open, but this thing keeps going and it cuts you as it tears up tears you open. Yeah. It leaves a big gaping hole. And I wonder, kind of same with the... Um, going back here. <laughs> Judas's cradle. Um, going yeah. back with that, uh, makes you wonder if they ever cleaned these. You know, if they cleaned them, probably not. They probably weren't hygienic then either. Putting it in someone's mouth <laughs> after previously putting it in someone's anus and vice versa. Yeah. Oh, God. Hey, this tastes okay. funny. 
<laughs> has a bit of an earthy taste. I don't like it. Yeah. But, yeah. It, you won't be complaining long, pal. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. Sure way yeah, to it real quick. Nice job on that one, France. That sounds like a winner. Yeah, gross. All right. Yeah, so this next one is called Rat Torture, and there's actually a scene with this in it in one of the episodes on uh, Game of Thrones. And yes, basically, I remember that. You know, basically, it, it's unknown, the origin as well, but possibly Britain. But it's up for debate. They're not 100% sure. And there were many different forms of rat torture, but the most common was where they would restrain the victim, either tie him up or tie him down. They wouldn't let the victim move. They were stuck where they were going to be, where they were going to die, ultimately. Um, right. They put a rat on top of the person's chest or on their stomach and would put a metal cage or a metal container over the rat, and then they would heat yeah, it up. A bucket. Yeah. yeah. The rat could not escape. The only way to escape was to burrow its way into the human in hopes of escaping, but ultimately they would obviously both die. Um, not a good way for the human to go, and you kind of feel bad for the rat as well. What they would do is they would starve the animal. They would find a rat that was sickly, that needed food. They would put it on there, and so it would burrow into the human, one trying to escape, two trying to find food, and it would basically rip the person to shreds. So, yeah, because yeah. it's not like they've got a map on how to get out of there. Once yeah. They get in, they might just, yeah. Oh, and you know rats' little feet, too. Their little nails. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Like so, gnarly teeth and claws going on. and uh, Yeah. Just imagine the feeling of that. That's got to be horrible. So that's rat torture. Yeah. And I'm very glad, at least I hope they don't do it anymore, but I'm glad they don't do it anymore, as far as I know. I haven't heard any cases of people dying through <laughs> rat yeah. torture recently, but you never know, so. That's yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. All right. Uh, num- number seven. Uh, this one's going to sound familiar to a lot of people. Crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Origin. Various pre-Roman cultures. Once again, Romans cutting edge on this torture business. They yeah, they were put a lot around. of thought in. A lot of thought into this kind of crap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Although today a symbol of the world's largest religion, Christianity, crucifixion was once a brutal form of humiliating death. The mm-hmm. victim was nailed to a cross or pole, often in public, and left to hang bleeding from his wounds until sepsis, starvation, or exposure finally set in. Ugh. Death sometimes took over a week to arrive. Scarily enough, crucifixion is still used today, albeit infrequently, by ISIS and in places like Burma and Saudi Arabia. Now, Jesus, yeah, that that doesn't surprise me that they list uh, two two of those places. Burma kind of surprises me, but uh, the other ones, yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're old school. So yeah, and I, I did remember reading once that sometimes they would break the person's arms so they would sag down Mm -hmm. you know or their knees yeah so they can't yeah or their knees break their knees so they couldn't hold themselves up and you know they die a little quicker but yeah uh, you know uh it's a nasty nasty thing and uh there's not really much more to add to that yeah yeah Yeah, i think the ultimate way of dying through crucifixion would either be blood loss uh thirst or starvation and then also uh Asphyxiation, right? Suffocation. So suffocate today. Yep. Suffocate. Yeah. 
Oh, God. Yeah, yeah that's got to be horrible. Yeah. So, And that's yep. a shame that people are still doing that to this day. You know, you'd think yeah. it'd be a bit more humane, but I guess not. So, uh, right. g- given where it happens. so um, Going on to number eight. This one is... Uh, <laughs> that's all I can say. Ah. Um, it's a nasty one. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it right. Scafism or scafism. It originated yep. in ancient Persia. So basically, it's the death by being eaten alive, literally. And my phone is spazzing out on me again. So, un segundo, folks. Gotta wait for it. <laughs> this Wi-Fi connection here sucks. So, can I? <laughs> um, <clears throat> death by being eaten alive. And quite literally, uh, basically the victim was placed in a hollow tree trunk or boat and forced at a mixture of milk and honey until they developed diarrhea, until they shat themselves. After that, he was unclothed, or she, we don't know. Uh, they were unclothed and covered in more milk and honey to draw in all the insects and creatures that like that kind con- Oh, God. Way to make a serious thing disgusting. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I'm here for you. Got to break the ice somehow. Um, yeah. The person was then left to sit. <laughs> he was left to sit. <laughs> I can't even read it. He was then left to sit in his own waist as insects came to feast on him. So death was usually death usually came from either dehydration, septic shock, or gangrene. All of those are horrible. And yeah. they were very slowly eaten by bugs, by maggots, by crows. All types of animal vultures, if those were around in that time frame, in that area. I don't know. I'm not good with geography, but literally being eaten alive by bugs and creatures of that sort. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And being covered in your own shit and milk and honey. That's not a good combo. That's probably the only good part. Yeah. The milk the milk and honey? Yeah. Well. Yummy. Ugh. Now, <laughs> moving on. Number yeah. nine. Saw torture. Okay, let your mind drift to that one. There's been several movies over the years that kind of touch on this kind of thing, but I'll read the description. And the picture here, which you would see if you went to explorethearchive.com, shows a guy being suspended upside down, hands tied behind his back. I'm assuming it's him anyway. And two guys with like a tree saw, one of those old big tree saws, the big ones. Uh, um, they're like going downward from the uh, from the crotch and making a bigger crotch. It's like cutting, <laughs> yeah, straight down. His crack is no longer a uh, crack. It's more like a chasm. Okay. <laughs> so we'll just, <laughs> we'll dive right into this. Uh Saw torture. Origin, various parts of the ancient world. Everyone from the Persians to the Imperial Chinese practiced some form of death by sawing. Often the victims was hung upside down, thereby increasing blood flow to the head, and a large saw was placed between his legs. The executioners would slowly cut the person's body in half, drawing out the process in order to make the death as painful as possible. Okay? That's disgusting. And, uh, yeah, I would think it, uh, you know, sounded something like like that. Yeah, yeah. and it, they also said that the reason they would hang the people upside down, the 
purpose of making the blood rush to the head. It was it would keep it was keeping them conscious longer, so they could feel yeah. it. You know, they wanted the people to feel it. And that's right. just, that shows how twisted these uh, ancient people were. So yeah. I've got a bonus one here for you, number ten, and this one was actually taken from BuzzFeed, an article called "16 of the Most." Oh, it's lo- it's loading again. <laughs> Didn't want me to say the F word. 16 of the most effed up torture methods from history. Warning, this post is not for the squeamish. You have been warned. Right. So, again, this is from BuzzFeed. Yeah, we'll leave the links to both articles below. But I just wanted to take one from the BuzzFeed article because many of these are repeated. And actually on the BuzzFeed article, you can see a picture of the heretic's fork. Looks like a giant fork going into the person's chest as well, like a double-ended pitchfork almost. One going into their sternum and the other going up under their chin so they literally could not move um but on here i wanted to bring up one called slain so if you go to the buzzfeed article and look up number six that's what we're going to be talking about and this one's a real treat so buckle up so throughout history many cultures have used some form of slain and it's also known as being skinned alive doesn't that sound pleasant yeah and it was used as corporal punishment yep uh, there has been evidence that ancient Assyrians would actually hang the skin of their defeated enemies in their city walls as warnings to others. That's gross. Let's just skin these people, skin our enemies alive, and just hang their skin for the world to see. Ugh. I wonder if they use the skin. Hang the carcass on the south wall. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why that made me think of Braveheart. People are going to get used to me <laughs> referencing movies. <laughs> movies are TV shows because they all tie in yeah. together. But in Braveheart, Game of Thrones end, once again, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of Braveheart, where they say they chopped up William Wallace's body. Spoiler alert! Sorry if nobody's seen uh, Braveheart, but sorry, yeah. not sorry. Um, it's only twenty-five end, years old, so I know that's a great movie, by the way. Go see it, everybody. It's one of my faves. <laughs> at the end, they were they said that after he was executed, they chopped up his body and basically hung it in different parts of the world. So hanging the enemy's skin up made me think of that kind of connected but yeah yeah those are the 10 disgusting ancient torture methods and i guess one's not so ancient they're still performing it Ugh, crucifixion yeah <laughs> i just hear someone oh in the background but you have anything yeah, to add to that you oh. uh, i would have to As say playing would probably be my least favorite uh and a close second to that would be the crucifixion or the rat thing. Uh, it's a toss-up. Toss a coin. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Now I'm going through the BuzzFeed article again, and I have others I want to include. So I'm going to throw them in here real quick. Just one more, because okay, I don't want it to be too long. I'll cue up the sound effects. Go ahead. All right. So this one, and because I'm a woman, this one really horrifies me. It's called the Breast Ripper. And it looks like a salad tong with, like, spikes at the end of it. Ugh, God. And basically what it would do, um, this was used in medieval Germany, and it was used to rip the breasts off of women. It was usually heated or frozen first, then clamped onto the woman's breast to be yanked away. So it would literally rip her breast off. That's horrific. Ugh. They could probably use that on men, too, on their testicles. I would think. There you there you go. Now I'm painting a picture for men and women. How do you like that? No discrimination here. We're all yeah. equal. So, um, and then the other one, I want to find a real good one here. 
real good one. Ah, this one. Okay. And this one was from China. This one's called the Chinese torture chair. This right. is used to, in, and I believe this is in a movie. I don't remember what movie. Maybe one of the Wolverine movies? I don't know. Trying to find a correlation with a movie. Um, it was used to interrogate the ill-fated in the 19th century China. It was a blade-laden chair, um, and it would provide a slow and painful death to anyone strapped onto it. And it says, luckily, experts now believe that it was more than likely presented as symbol of power rather than a utensil of death. So maybe they didn't actually use it to slice people up. But basically, if you look at the picture, it's like a throne chair, and it's got spikes on the seat, on the armrest, on the back, and on a little ledge where you would put your feet. So no matter where you sit, you're going to get yeah. sliced up. Yeah, yeah I think it's so. just so the Chinese could get their rocks off, you know. That's yeah, more we're going to put you in the chair like like disciplining a little kid who doesn't listen. Go in your chair, you know, just punishing them. That's what they would do just to instill fear in their followers yeah. or people who don't follow them. They wanted to rule everything so they're like we'll put you in the chair if you don't follow us so yep that's all i have all i have for ancient torture <laughs> torture ancient <laughs> torture methods so that was a Easy good one that's a shorter say. one i know yeah. i know every single time <laughs> and just remember folks every time torture torture is over it always ends the same way yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, shit your pants out of fear. Yeah. Or if you're dead, you just shit your pants anyways. So it happens. You just you just do something. No, something important. <laughs> something rude. Yeah. <laughs> if you're dead, then other people get to enjoy it. If you're alive, yeah. then everybody gets to enjoy it. So. And then there's more screaming starts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All righty. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We hope you enjoyed, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.